Welcome to the CDM Podcast, a production of Contagious Disciple Making. We exist to catalyze movement through coaching, community, and communication. We created this podcast to help everyday Christians to become world-changing disciple makers. The following episode is part of a live event from Giving Tuesday that Paul and Rebecca were a part of. We hope you enjoy this episode. We have another couple people that did prayer walking over this past weekend too. Matt and Alita, come on in. And they're from San Antonio. And Matt's been a longer friend with us. Alita's a newer friend that he has mobilized into making disciples. And she is now a part of our class and coaching and everything. Uh And so good to see uh, the both of you. So, uh, guys, I want to be able to ask it first off how was your prayer walk and uh, what was the uh things that you saw as you were going out and about and walking around your city we got to have a few other people jump in with us on the prayer walk um we were we spent some time going around a neighborhood that alita has been working with a family in and we went to the to the local middle school and spent time just kind of walking around the track and praying praying over that neighborhood and it was just a really neat experience. Actually, spent we did it on Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, and I spent the rest of the weekend pretty sore, not able to do other work that I was supposed to do. <laughs> but uh, um, but it was a good it was a good refreshing time. Hey, if you're gonna get sore, do it. If you're gonna get sore, you know, get sore walking the streets for Jesus and asking Him to move. I think that's pretty yeah. good. Well, you know, guys, you know, I wrote uh, the whole point of the prayer walking, as we said before, is to be able to be out and among people that, you know, we're hoping to engage, getting a, a burden and a vision for our city. And that's something that, you know, Matt and Alita know we're, we're wanting to be able to do in all of that. And so, you know, guys, I just want to say that we are so happy that you could be able to be a part of that experience. About how many, we know that you had some people along with you, right? Some people that were from, is it from your church? to people? Yes. Um, so our DMC, I apologize, there's a little feedback there. Our Actually, DMC. You You're doing good. You can't hear it? Okay. Nope, we're good. Our DMC, uh, so we had four of us from our DMC. My wife, as well as, as her mother, was with us. And then we also had a friend that Alita had invited during the summer initiative to be a part of that. And so she came and joined us on our prayer walk on that day as well. So it was really good. Awesome. And Miss Alita, um, I don't know if you can hear us, but yeah, yeah, cool, cool. So um, I remember talking with you on the phone. You said there was a lot of repentance going on and things like that. Why don't you describe to me what that means and what was happening? Well, Thank you for the prayer, guys, CDM. We were going on that and reading out of Isaiah to start out. And that took a lot of laps of repentance. So that's one thing about CDM. It touches you personally. You have to be an obedient disciple maker to multiply. You can't just, we have to practice what we preach. So mm. repentance was a big part of our walk. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. So, guys, as you as you went around and walked, how was this on the effect of the other people around? And do you feel that it was moving in them to be able to go and make disciples, to be able to be more involved in the community and things like that? How would it? What was the effect on the people? 
Did you? Okay, so um, there was a kind of a little hopping back and forth. My my wife and her mother kind of were walking and then sit in a lap and then walking and sit in a lap kind of thing. But um, I know that that they were pressed to start thinking more about about the neighbors that live around them. Mm-hmm. We've been spending a lot of time talking about that in our uh, in our DMC in our, our environment here. But that's that's one of the things I know that they were they were really thinking about was. Man, just they were just catching on to some ways, and I apologize, I can't think of specific examples, but but they were bringing up just different ways that they realized, man, I could be connecting with my neighbor this way, I could help them this way, and it was it was really cool. It's just like Lolita was talking about the repentance part there. Um, as we were doing that, that's what God was. We were reading His His words, and He was sparking our minds with things that, oh man, just breaking our hearts really mm. for those different things that that we hadn't. You know, had neglected or hadn't thought about. Absolutely. How about you, Alita? What did you see was the effects on the people and did they make them want to go out and make disciples? Oh, yes, definitely. It was a football field of young people that came while we were there and they were blasting the music. And I think they looked up as they saw Matt praying, they turned the music down. So... <laughs> That was very encouraged because we was walking amongst a group of unsaved people. And for me, I lived in a Christian bubble. So it was great to see, see that they are very receptive. And that was just simple walking and praying. So let alone what we're learning through CDM. So. Wow. Yeah. So- so as you were walking, what is some of the, you know, we talked about um, in the last session, like things that you would like to see happen in your communities, in your city and everything as a result, as a result of your walk, what are some tangible things that you would like to see happen as a result of, of uh, God working and his kingdom coming to your area? Well, some of the things I would like to see is the young people, the education that they're getting, that it will be focused on Christ and the kingdom coming versus the culture. Um, Mm -hmm. The young kids are constantly exposed to sex, immorality, and a lot of other things. It was a lot of brokenness that you can see just at the kids, the habits that they pick up, you know, the go around that came to mind while we was walking. I'd like to see that brokenness Mm -hmm. gone. Absolutely. Absolutely. How about you, Matt? Uh, it's it's been so you just had jolene in the last uh, segment there and she won uh she inspired me to read a book um and i'm still working my way through it but it's uh the art of neighboring Neighbor. so i started reading that this year and it just goes hand in hand with with um well really how we function in contagious cycle making but it that is one of become more and more one of the big burdens on my heart is to see to see believers including myself, very actively engaging the neighbors that are right around them. Um, mm. When I think that through, if, yeah. if we're each doing that, then it'll, it'll exhaust the people that are around us as far as who we need to be reaching there. And mm-hmm. then, and then it can't help. But if, if, if Jesus really is as contagious as he is, which I believe he is, um, <laughs> it'll spread from there. And I can't, I can't do much about the east side of the city at this point because I don't live there. But if I keep doing the work 
of where God has put me and then help others do the same thing. It's going to yeah. spread to the areas where it's so desperately needed, um, yeah. where, where, where there's bigger and, and more felt hurts. Yeah. Eventually you'll run into somebody who knows somebody that they can disciple who lives in that side of town. It's really yeah. interesting. Uh, one of early on in the work that we did in San Jose, California, we ended up doing ministry in a small apartment complex to a woman who had uh, come from Nicaragua. And as a result of her and her family coming to know Jesus and her going back on a two-week vacation, she started eight Discovery Bible studies that over the next five years became over 300 Discovery Bible studies throughout Nicaragua, Costa Rica, and the surrounding countries. Wow. you You may not live on that side of the city, but I know a God who already has a plan for that side of the city. And, mm-hmm. and, and I know a God who has a plan for people on that side of the city to reach other cities in countries that we have yet to think that he wanted to reach as a result of the work that you're doing there in San Antonio. And I'm super excited for that. And I think that this prayer walk is a beginning for every promise that it has. I think that one of the really cool things about prayer, and Rebecca's laughing because I get on these soapboxes. I'm just going to tell you this. I believe that when we walk God's city, we're walking the land that he has given us as our inheritance. And we are now able to step into it by faith saying, mm-hmm. Father, I know that they're just like how Abraham walked through Ur and all those other places. That I know, Father, that you have set this land aside for your people and your children and you want it to be set free. And that's the beginning of what you guys did there. And I'm so excited about what you're doing in San Antonio. So guys, you know, you've been a part of our, of our coaching uh, uh, and also our class with CDM and beyond for you, Matt, you know, and everything. So, you know, how has, uh, through your experience, explain, describe your experience through that and some big aha moments and how it's helped you. Um, so it, it just goes, it's just what, what I was just thinking about. I'm kind of echoing something that Jolene finished off the last segment with that. Um, I've realized more and more as we keep going forward, how important engaging, I mean, engaging lost people is obviously important. You can't reach them without doing that. But if I'm not engaging my relationship with God, if I'm not, if I'm not growing in my prayer life, if I'm not growing um, and reading his word and obeying, uh, then uh, there's going to be issues. And there's, there's, I'm not going to be effective in what God wants to do with me. Um, and that's one of the things that has, has just been continuously, um, God just keeps bringing, bringing to me as, as I keep walking with you guys uh, in this process, how important um, obedience and, and him helping me understand his word and growing in the way I read it. Because um, mm. before it used to be, uh, I mean, I, I always wanted more. But when I would read, when I read the Bible, it was just, even though I wanted to obey, um, there was a lot more about information and knowledge. Mm. And um, a relationship isn't built on information and knowledge. A relationship is built on, on, on companionship, on, on communication. And when it comes to walking with God, you know, he knows he knows more about living than I do. And so obeying him and, and doing what what he shows me to do um, is, is highly important. So that's, I guess that's probably the biggest thing that has just been hammered home. I've got to, I can come with all the greatest ideas in the world on how to reach the lost, but it's irrelevant. It's worthless. If I'm not listening to what God actually says to do. 
one of the big so, stories uh, that that just constantly comes back to mind is one that your dad shared, Paul. I think I've heard it a few times now about the when he was doing that meeting in Philadelphia and the the guy went away from it uh, that night and just just kind of brushing off the things that your dad had said and and then um, but as he's driving home, God tells him to to go start taking this turn and that turn and and to go pay, and he ends up going and buying a, a gallon of milk and goes into this scary, scary part of town. He has no interest in being in. And he takes, he, God leads him to, to this apartment, knocks on the door. He's scared to death. This humongous man opens the door and says, what do you want? And, uh, and he just says, I got your milk. And the guy, the guy and his wife burst into tears because they had lost their jobs. Um, and if, if he wasn't listening to what God said, no, what, what would happen with that family? Who knows? That's right. Absolutely, Matt. Thanks so much for sharing that. Alita, how about you? How ha- what has been some big aha moments? How has the class and the coaching helped you be able to take some steps forward? Well, one of the big aha moments that I would like to share is the book. When I, before I get to the CDM, when uh, Matt told us to read that book and I read the book Contagious Disciple Making, that was a big aha moment for me because I saw myself like looking in the mirror and it was rather embarrassing. Mm-hmm. So um, that was very, very aha for me. <laughs> and uh, CDM has just enhanced um, everything my whole life. Um, I wanted to be a disciple maker. I thought after I read the book, but more at, after I'm taking this class, it's like, Oh, it's really all coming together. And the coaching, I've been to school a lot of years. I have a degree, but I haven't ever been equipped like this ever. Not, it's very personal and it's very, um, very customized to who you are. And I love the integrity. I have to say something about the um, community support. It's global and the integrity is outstanding in the community. Um, that's amazing because it is global because, and it's made up of people and you know how we can be, but it is the prayer, everything, the DBS, and I'm learning so much in the class. And what's amazing about the class is you, I think I understand. And then when I go through the class and you got you and Paul break it down, it's like, you didn't get it. (laughs) So, So it's like, it's like actually going through this class. I really feel like I want to take it again. CDM is worth it. And it's not like any other equipping that you've been through before. So I is enhancing my whole life. Well, you know, can I add one more thing? Of course. The one thing I learned too, guys, the um, extraction, I did not realize that my, I was doing the extraction process of disciple making. I love the way you guys teach to disciple people in groups versus pulling somebody out and inviting them to church. It is just so refreshing. CDM is just so refreshing. (laughs) Thanks, Alita. We appreciate that. What I really love about Alita here is that she is always with us with our prayer meetings and with our different community meetings. She is such a powerhouse of enthusiasm in there, you know, cheering for everybody, praying for everybody. And, you know, and is such a go-getter, you know, I'm going to go out and I'm going to do that. I'm just like, your, your spirit is so awesome. And so uh, it's such a privilege to be a part of your journey and, 
to be able, and also with Matt, with your a, a part of your journey. And I know together we're going to see San Antonio uh, transformed. Yes. Be more and more people coming on board with you guys and seeing that landscape change. And we're just so excited to work along with you. Thank you for being uh, friends with us. Your walk, prayer walkathon was amazing. You you uh, have been great friends to CDM throughout all of it. And we just want to thank you for that. Thanks for listening to the CDM podcast and supporting us on Patreon. For coaching or other resources, connect with us at ContagiousDiscipleMaking.com or download the Contagious Disciple Making app. Join us in the journey of becoming world-changing disciple makers.